0: Hello, hello, my fellow podcast people. I hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Saturday morning, or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host, as per usual, Azarin, the language nerd. You can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, but also secondarily on Medium.com, where I do weekly blog posts every single Sunday and occasionally whenever I feel like posting on Tumblr and on Musical.ly. My handle on all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at PolyglotAzerin. That is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T-A-Z or Z, depending on your country, R-E-N. And welcome to another podcast episode. I'm very, very excited to be recording this one here. Wow, what a good week. Another really solid week. I was super duper happy pretty, like, productive, I followed, like, my schedule, got a lot of things done, ate really healthy, I was pretty active, uh, I missed about a day, or rather than one day, yes, about one day of going for a run, which is a bit of a shame, but overall, really, really good week, uh, business went really well, family stuff was going really well, just overall, ultimately, the, let's say, the last half of June has just been really amazing and I'm just in such a great mood about it and I'm excited to carry this overall positive momentum into into July and it's so funny right because with languages with really anything in life in general like momentum is just everything right like when things are going well it's just easier to keep doing the things that are making it making things go well does that make sense like if you're doing things and those things are making you feel good it's almost addictive in a positive way, right? Because you want to keep doing those things that make you feel good, make you feel happy, that are working. But when you're in a rut and things are not going well, it's kind of difficult to get out of it because you don't feel like doing anything different. It's like the positivity... Perpetrates the positivity and the negativity perpetrates the is perpetrates the right word? Perpetuates, that's the right word, I think. Perpetuates yes, the negativity perpetuates the negativity. And it's just like a really big thing. Like if you're in a rut with a language, I think it's just so it's so important to take the smallest of steps. Even if it changes the momentum one percent in a positive direction, that's huge. Like that is such a big thing because that 1% is going to make the next 1% easier. And once you're at 2%, you'll be easier to get to 3. And once you're at 3, maybe you can actually get to 5, and then the 5 can turn to 10, and then it builds and builds and it snowballs and snowballs, and the next thing you know, you're frickin' ready to go, and you, uh, you know, you've switched the momentum altogether, and now you're in a good place, you know, you're in a good place again. I think also, when the momentum is going well, when momentum is in your direction, or going in your favor, excuse me, when it is in your favor, I think it's so important to double down on it because we know, we all know how life works. It's ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. And so when things are up, I'm a big believer that it's important to triple down and like really squeeze that lemon and squeeze that orange and squeeze that apple. Well, not squeeze an apple. You can't really squeeze an apple, can you? But you guys get the picture. It's really important to like take advantage of it in my perspective. Um, and... uh yeah, just to make sure that you can really take advantage of that goodness, that the good place you're in mentally, because at some point, you're going to dip, you know, whether it's a complete crash, hopefully not, but things will dip and ebb and flow as time kind of goes on. Or even, maybe it doesn't dip even, but maybe your priorities are going to change as time goes on. And uh, yeah, so anyway, let's jump into today's topic. And today's topic has to do with, um, I guess it has to do with intensive studies. This is a topic that I don't know if I've like fully just addressed on one podcast and dedicated a podcast to that specific topic. I don't think that's something I've, uh, I've done before, you know? Um, intensive studies, I'm such a huge fan of them. For those of you who don't know, intensive studies, basically what it means in my perspective, my definition of it, is when you are studying a specific language for roughly 20 hours a week or more. Like, if you're doing 20 plus hours a week, that feels pretty intensive for me. Especially considering that most people are full-time students, or have full-time jobs, or maybe they are, you know, maybe they look after kid, the kids full-time. Like, most people have a, I guess you could say, some kind of full-time commitment on something else. And so if you're doing, if you're taking time out of your schedule, or time off from work, or time off from school, or you're in between jobs, or whatever, and you're doing 20 hours of study, or more, per week, to me, that can, that's, you're getting into intensive study territory. And I'm a big, 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 big fan of intensive studies. I'm a huge, huge fan of it. I've done it, actually, uh, I should think about this before I say it, but I believe, probably for the past, I would say let's say from the age of probably 17 all the way to now, so that's about almost nine years, for essentially nine years straight, I have done about one month or more of intensive study of a language in some way, shape, or form in a row. So for eight, nine years in a row, I've done at least one month of intensive study per year. That's pretty crazy. And my intensive study will sometimes be like, way more than 20 hours a week you typically usually it's 30 or 40 like it's really intensive and I want to talk about why it's valuable it's valuable because it comes down to a couple of reasons number one the intensity right let's say the intensity of the study that you're doing can really make a deep impact on your brain you know what I mean like what like basically it's like um if you're doing 5 hours a week, 10 hours a week, 7 hours a week, whatever a week, it's really good and it's like doing regular exercise which is fantastic, but when you have that intensive burst, it makes, a deeper, it makes a deep impact on the brain and you can make a lot of progress in a very short period of time and so that's one very good reason as to why I like intensive studies. I think another big reason for it has to do with motivation. It's easier to do one month or two months or three weeks or two weeks or whatever, it's easier to do a small amount of time overall, like a month, two weeks, whatever, with high number of hours. So one month of doing 20 hours a week is easier to mentally convince yourself to do than a whole year of seven hours a week. Do you know what I mean? Like it's easier to do that because it's, it's a concentrated period of time. So not only do you make a lot of progress, not only does it have a big impact on the brain and a really can 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 make a, a deep kind of effect on on uh on on how you on on your progress in general not only all of that but it's easier to follow through on that than just doing a little bit of consistent study throughout the year and that's actually why i often i'm not that hard on myself if i 'm not studying a specific language like right now i'm not doing a lot of mandarin study i'm pretty uh not doing a lot of it. Like I'm probably for six-ish months, six, four, five, six, seven, eight months, something like that. I haven't really been doing consistent Mandarin study. I've probably done, I don't know, seven hours, 20 hours in the past six, seven, eight months. Like that's not a lot, but come this September, I'm going back to school for Mandarin. And so I've taken a step backwards this past six months, but I'm gonna be taking three steps forward from the months of September to December. Right, So I know that it's gonna be coming back pretty soon. And I also know that I'm gonna be doing an, intense, um, an intensive month of study. And I also know for me, net net, right? Even if I study, if I can make serious progress in Gujarati, as long as I progress in Gujarati or another language is more progress than how much I went backwards or how much I stagnated in Mandarin, I'm happy. It's a net net game, does that make sense? Um, And that's just something I encourage you guys to think about when you're studying your languages is that it's okay to take steps backwards as long as you choose to take the bigger step forward in the future. That's actually weirdly going outside of languages, but this is important, I think. Um, I kind of view a lot of things that way in life. Like when I look at health, right? I, when I look from 2016 to now, because 2016 is when I've been more focused on my health. I have gone through ups and downs. 2016, I jumped in and I was doing really good. Then I fell off the wagon a bit. I was still healthier than pre-2016, but I was—I I still went backwards two, three steps. And then guess what? I was like, man, I'm really falling backwards. When I went forwards again, when I decided, wow, my health is not doing as good as it was, I fell three steps backwards, but I took seven steps forward or five steps forward. So net, net, when you looked at it as a whole, I was up. So right now, for example, I am way healthier than I ever have been. Well, not ever, but in recent history, let's say since, you know, let's say in recent history, healthier than I ever have been. But if we we were to rewind, let's say to February or even March, I was probably as unhealthy as I ever have been, like super unhealthy. Like, because I was in India, and I was traveling, and I didn't have full control over the meals, and I wasn't the one, you know, I wasn't exercising it was so freaking hot outside, and, like, I was in a really, really, really poor place, right? But now I've taken big steps forward. But here's another fun fact. I am so behind on my flexibility. There was a point where I was making serious progress with flexibility. Now I'm a lot further behind than I was, let's say, early of early 2018 right or even late 2017 but today i started to i was like man i'm falling behind i used to do this much stretching every day let me do more let me like do that because i know that's easy i can go back to that amount of stretching let me add a little bit more to that so now in the next couple of weeks assuming i don't fall off the wagon right i'm going to be ahead on the stretching game than where i was before and so with languages, like, I think language is anything in life. It's just an important thing to keep in mind, to look at things in a longer term period. It takes a lot of mental stress off of you, in, at least in my experience, at least for me personally. It takes off a lot of mental stress, um, and it allows you to, um, I think overall allows you to make a lot more progress with things. Because you look at things in the macro, and you're not looking at things like, Oh, crap, I haven't done this for two weeks, and I should be, right? So, just a big thing. Um... Anyway, back on intensive studies, I'm a big fan. I think it's a really good idea. One thing I'll find, the final note I'll end off on with these intensive studies is um, those intensive studies can look any, a variety of ways. It can be intensive studies in a classroom setting. That's okay. It can be, like, I remember I went to Chile for, and I was there visiting a friend. I did zero classroom studies, but it was still a whole month of intensive Spanish. So I was living with my friend and I was living with his family, actually, at the time, so everyone was Spanish speaking essentially only, right? I was in the bars with my friend. I was all Spanish. I was actually, I'd gone with a friend of mine who, uh, my friend joined me later, and he was not there for as long, but he joined me for a bit, and he didn't speak any Spanish. So I was his guide. I was the one who had to navigate scenarios in Spanish. Like, I was the Spanish leader. It was a real big testament and a big, not test, but a big experience for me right being that month in chile like that was an intensive month of study even though i didn't touch a single textbook or read anything or whatever right um but i've also done intensive studies where i was in china for example and i was in a classroom probably would have been uh uh would have been two four 20 hours a week in a classroom then i had an additional probably let me think here probably additional five to eight hours a week, uh, five to 10 hours a week, let's say, of online italki lessons, so online private lessons. And then I used to also do additional lessons where I would go, they used to have these free um, one-on-one tutoring things you could do at the school I was studying in, but it wasn't very often. I used to go to those as well to get speaking practice. And so I was doing like whatever, 30 hours a week of, of actual classroom kind of study. And I was doing about, you know, whatever, uh, five hours a week, some three hours a week or whatever, a small amount of like casual study, watching videos, trying to make friends, watching, you know, TV stuff and like just casual kind of things. Um, practicing with people in restaurants, like casual study, right? But that was a very different experience. So your intensive study experience can look a variety of different ways and can be structured in many different ways. Um, and I think it's just up to you to, I guess it's just up to you to figure out how you want to structure it, right? If you want help with that, by the way, uh, send me a message. Probably Instagram or Facebook are two good places to reach me for messaging like that. Um, so that's at polyglotazren, P-O-L-Y, P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T-A-Z-R-E-N. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, but good places to reach me. We can definitely chat about that. So, um, Or just call in if you're listening to this podcast on Anchor, which is not a lot of you, but if you're listening to the Anchor app, um, you can uh, obviously call in as well, so... All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate your ears. I really appreciate your attention. Um, keep those ears looking beautiful. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Keep those ears looking beautiful. Um, and we'll chat later. Bye. <laughs> See you guys.